Welcome to the G Spot, the podcast that discusses topics relating to sex, dating, and relationships, with a focus on pleasure, connection, and education. I'm your host, Heidi G, sex and relationship therapist, and I believe we are all entitled to a fulfilling sex life and relationships. The G Spot, the best sex and relationship education you'll ever get. As a passionate sexologist and relationship therapist, here's something that you should know straight up. Everyone deserves a fulfilling relationship and sex life. Everyone. Regardless of your background, gender, religion, sexual preference, or even your fucking favorite pizza topping, you are entitled to it. Now, we all have different backgrounds and you're probably thinking, yeah, it's easier said than done. But, um, you know, I've had to learn the hard way. And um, it has been quite a journey and I'm still learning a lot as well. And I'm actually grateful for some of the pain that I have experienced during this journey, this journey of becoming a sexologist and relationship therapist, this journey of, you know, finding myself and being me, because I believe that my experiences, the pain, the good, the bad, the ugly has shaped me to who I am today and has also given me the tools to be able to help um, and support my clients. Um, we don't have this, well, I don't like to use this cookie cutter routine. I like to look at a holistic approach and I like to look at evidence-based as well as solution-focused approach and look at what would suit the individual's needs um, according to what each individual has been through. Now, we are always told that we need to look after yourself, self-love is important, it's important to put yourself first, yada, yada, but that can be hard, really, when you have been growing up to not be selfish, you know, looking after yourself or putting yourself first is selfish, you put others first. Um, and look, let's face it, are we even told or taught what self-love is? Yeah, we're told that we need to take vitamins, eat a healthy, you know, and live a healthy lifestyle, um, drink water, it's good to exercise. But what about the mental health stuff? What about your self-worth? Have you ever thought about why is it that I do what I do? Why is it that I'm repeating certain patterns um, rather than blame others? Do we focus on our actions and take responsibility for our actions or is that too confronting for us? Yeah, it can be confronting. But I think the more that you actually delve into the whys and hows um, and look at yourself and look inwards, you learn, you grow, you are working on the relationship with yourself. Yes, it's hard. Yes, there are ups and downs. There are hurdles. But all those things that you might come across is basically a way to grow and to move forward. And it's so important to spend time on growth and have a better understanding of who we are and what we need in life. Because when we have an understanding of that, then we accept that and we welcome that into our lives. We attract what we want. We attract what we desire. 
and what we um, deserve in a relationship. And that's because we become self-aware, more self-aware. I used to attract a lot of um, emotionally unavailable men. And I spent a lot of time and energy um, in my relationships, previous relationships, where I was trying to find my place. I didn't know where I fit it into when it came to the relationship in their life. Um, I went above and beyond to try and prove that I was this wonderful, loyal person. Um, and the reason why I did that is because I wanted them to love me a certain way. I was craving that love and just wanted them to carry me like emotionally. And when these relationships wouldn't work and there was just cycle after cycle and I just kept repeating the cycle, another unavailable, emotionally unavailable man and another one and another one and another one, I just thought, okay, what is it about me that is attracting the same type of people in my life. And after a lot of soul searching, a lot of tears, um, I worked out that I wasn't giving myself that love. We have all these expectations of what we want in a partner. You know, our lovers need to love us a certain way. Um, but how can we expect our lovers to love us or anyone to love us a certain way when we don't even give that love to ourselves? And it was really scary, I guess, going from relationship to relationship and you have the, uh, the, the society's expectation of, you know, you've got to, when you're a certain age, you've got to have this, this and this, or you, you know, for females, you've got to have babies at a, by a certain age, otherwise it gets harder. And so I had all those pressures and cultural pressures as well and cultural expectations. So I guess the times that I was, single, I felt lonely and had this, um, put this pressure on myself as well as having pressure from, you know, external factors, um, that I needed to be in a certain position or a certain place in life that I should be doing this and I should be doing that. But what I then realized is, you know, I'd rather be single and know what I want than be in a relationship and not get what I deserve. I had some of my loneliest moments being in, you know, abusive relationships, whether it be physical, um, emotionally abusive. It was just, it was horrible. It was really horrible. And then when you have the expectation of family or culture that, you know, you should be doing this now, or when is, when are you going to get engaged? Or when are you going to have babies? Or, it was just, it was hard. It was really, really hard. Um, working on the relationship with yourself is probably one of the most important, important things that you'll do in terms of relationships in your life. Because I strongly believe that rela the relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you'll ever have. It sets the tone for every other relationship you'll have, whether it be platonic or intimate. And it also, um, I think it attracts what you let in. So if you know what's not good for you and you know what you don't deserve, then you stop attracting that shit in your life. And I'm telling you this because I have been through it and I'm still going through it. I'm still learning. It's a, it's a work in progress. And 
there have been lots of tears. Um, there've been lots of down days, but more days that are fulfilling, um, growth, strength, uplifting. I think that we look at our partners as this person that needs to fulfill all these different things in our lives. This person needs to be our best friend as well as our lover, as well as the co-parent, as well as this, as this, as this, as this, and this. And some of it is realistic. And yes, you know, especially if you, you know, are co-parenting, fair enough. You both have responsibilities. But I think it's unrealistic to expect that you are going to get all of that from the one person. It's too much pressure. And when you think for yourself, like, can I be all of that for one person? I know I can't. The other thing is with this whole self-growth journey that I'm taking, yes, because it's, um, like I said, a work in progress and I think it's lifelong. I have also had to ask myself, what is it that I bring to the relationship? Yeah, we have all these expectations of, well, you know, the person's got to love me like this and do this and be like this. And fair enough. But what the fuck can I bring? You know, I have all these expectations, but, you know, the other person will have the same expectations or similar expectations or whatever expectations of me. So what the fuck do I bring? And, you know, I've noticed that when I do ask certain people that, well, what do you, what can you bring to the relationship? I find it really, um, it's, it's amazing how many people get offended by that. And I think, why? Why is it that you get offended by that? Why is it so hard to look inward and try and work out where this behavior comes from, where these expectations come from, where does the heartbreak come from? What have I learned from the heartbreak? What has it taught me? What was I attracted to in that dynamic? And how can I move forward from it? Self-love is also, you know, yeah, like I said, about growth and confrontation and the pain. Healing. Healing is a big thing. It's huge. Um, and healing, forgiveness, acceptance all plays a huge part in being able to move forward. It doesn't mean that, you know, if you were, um, mistreated that you're just allowing that person to get away with whatever they, you know, did to you. It's about that trauma no longer controlling you. And you being able to move forward because when we, um, when we are stuck on something and the word stuck says it all really, we can't move forward. When we don't forgive, it's harder to move forward and forgiving and accepting doesn't mean that you are giving your power away. It's actually gaining your power so you can move forward. So that shit no longer controls you. Um, like I said, self-love, self-care, about learning, learning about the shit that, you know, went wrong, went pear-shaped, whatever, in your life. And why? Why did that happen? What have I learned from it? Why did it happen? How do I move forward? 
Yes, we get angry. It's okay to get angry. We might feel bitter. But it's not something, that's not a state that you want to stay in. I mean, how horrible. You don't want to sit in that awful energy, right? I think it's important to sit in the pain with an open heart. Start loving yourself and having respect for yourself because no one can love you the way you love you, right? Like I said earlier, we expect all these things from a partner and it's okay to have certain expectations, of course, but we're not going to get all those things from the one person. So show yourself some respect. You deserve it. You deserve the pleasure, whether it be sexual pleasure, whether it be, you know, pleasure in a fulfilling relationship. We fucking deserve it. We really, really do. And this is the thing with um, the education out there, whether it's education on sex or education on relationships. Hmm, how, how much education do we have in relationships? Anyway, that's another story. But what we need to be taught is pleasure and why the fuck aren't we taught about the pleasure why the fuck aren't we taught about the relationship with ourselves self-love self-care when we're at you know at school relationships can be a tricky one but i think to learn about relationships i don't think it will minimize heartbreak heartbreak i think is inevitable whether it's you know heartbreak in a relationship or some other heartbreak in life. Heartbreak's inevitable, but I think when we learn to um, be able to work through that and deal with it, it makes life a little bit easier. It gives us that strength that we need. And again, the G word I've been using, growth. It helps us work out what it is that we want. Making a choice to, you know, look at ourselves and look at our pattern and have the courage to make that change is so important. That again is a step to self-love and self-care. What kind of love and life do we want to have? What do we feel that we deserve? How can we get that? Looking at the, the pattern, the trauma. Okay, what is the pattern and how do I break the cycle? What do I need to do to break the cycle? And remember, you don't need to do this on your own. Help is out there. Therapists exist for a reason. And working on the relationship with yourself, self-care, the self-love helps you with any other relationship you have in your life, whether it be platonic or an intimate relationship. It sets the tone for every other relationship you will have. I know I've said it before, saying it again. It is so important because we tend to lose ourselves sometimes. We lose ourselves in the heartbreak. We lose ourselves in relationships. We lose ourselves in the trauma in life. And like I said, we all deserve pleasure. We all deserve fulfilling relationships. But that starts with you. Looking, looking honestly at what it is that you need, what it is that you want, what the struggles are. How can you overcome that? How can you break the patterns? What went wrong? What needs to be um, worked on? 
in order to move forward. Don't be so hard on yourself too. That's another thing that I want to say. Don't be so hard on yourself. We, um, it's as confronting as it is to face your emotions and face your pain. It is important to do that, to learn. And we get so influenced by media and friends and culture and family. Um, sometimes it's hard to have a voice or opinion for yourself or we start thinking I should be doing this or I should be doing that. You should be doing what feels right for you and what will help you grow as a person. So I found that what helped me with my growth as well as feeling the feelings, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, and if I was feeling bad more often than good, then I'd ask myself why. What was it that I was feeling? Naming the feeling, being familiar with the pain and writing down things as well. Um, I've really gotten into meditation and journaling and mindfulness. So writing down what my thoughts were. And sometimes that was actually really confronting because I wasn't very nice to myself. So writing down these things that I was thinking and um, about myself, I thought, my goodness, Heidi, if someone else spoke to you that way, you would not allow them in your life. So how the hell are you allowing yourself to think those thoughts of you? I would also um, be mindful of my language and started changing my language as well. If there's something... Um, that didn't serve me, that I didn't like, made me feel uncomfortable. I started questioning that and I stopped seeking validation from others. That was a huge thing. Um, of course, we all like to be complimented and um, we do like to be validated here and there. But what was happening is that I was seeking that validation from others more than what I was um, giving it to myself, if that makes sense. So when I was seeking validation from others, I had to stop and think, how is this going to change my life or benefit my life? Why is this person's opinion important to me? My thought patterns, every time I thought of something um, that wasn't helpful, I had to stop myself and change it to something that was positive and something that was helpful, um, as well as my mental health. I looked at my physical health as well, and I'm really big on healthy lifestyle. So um, going to the gym, getting a personal trainer to stay accountable, looking at my diet, very important. Um, and that's a big part of my lifestyle. The Like I said, I, you know, meditation and journaling now is a part of my life. And um, yeah, it's just a part of my routine now. I've made it a part of my routine. Acceptance is another big thing. I've had to accept a lot of things and it's hard. It didn't happen overnight, um, but it, it's, it's helped. It, it really has. It's helped me move forward. And like I said, this is an ongoing thing, you know, but I have come a long way from where I used to be. And by following these things and, you know, making these little changes, it's, um, it, it has really helped me. The other thing is I mentioned before about cultural influences. Um, it took me a long time to find 
my own voice and accept what and be okay with what was comfortable with me, what served me, what I liked and what actually helped me grow as an individual. And it was, and that was a, a very hard thing. And it still is hard at times because you are taught a certain way and you don't want to come across or be dis- disrespectful. But I also had to think about, hey, this is actually not helping me. This is not helping my growth. It's not helping me move forward as a person. It doesn't serve me. I can accept that's your thing, but it's actually not my thing. And that's okay. That was actually quite hard. The other thing as well, um, you know, we hear a lot of, I'm looking for my other half. No, I'm not a half. I'm a full person. I come into a relationship as a full person, as me. Not half of me. I don't give half. I give all of me. And that is what I accept as well in my relationships. People who give themselves to me. Um, honestly, authentically, it's, it's very, very important. So there are a few things about me um, and just a few things that has helped me in my growth and working on the relationship with myself. And um, throughout the podcast series, I'll be giving more, more insight and more stories about um, personal growth and um, relating it to relationships, dating and sex as well. And um, would also love to hear from you and your experience as well. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow me on social media at Heidi G Spot and check out the website at HeidiGCounseling.com. Join me next time on the G Spot because the world is a better place when there's great sex and relationships.